Whoops. <laughs> well, good afternoon. And welcome to episode, god damn, what is it? Uh, 248, I believe. 248 of the Underground Live. I'm Pastor Jay. How are you guys doing today? It is a Saturday, which means it's a UFC fights night. Fights nights. <laughs> a UFC fight night. And I haven't been watching any of them at all. From what I understand, they started pretty early. I just haven't got around to turning on the TV. I've been doing other things. So I imagine I will probably have to do that at some point because that's what most of you guys are doing. And I want to be part of the group. Uh, you know the routine. If uh, you want to call in and talk about whatever I'm talking about, you're more than welcome to. You can also call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I very rarely refuse a phone call. Phone call. Uh, I might hang up on you, but uh, go ahead and call in. We will see what we can do. If you're too uh, timid or shy or whatever to call in, feel free to chat in on the chat box. Man, to text on the chat box, and I will try to get back to you that way. Okay, it's going to be a no speaky day. I can tell uh, already. Uh, that's entirely my fault. I partake a little bit too much today, enjoying my new toy, oil rig for smoking wax. So, I am, as Joe Rogan likes to say, a highest giraffe pussy. <laughs> but all right, it's still giving me a show. Uh, you guys got anything you want to talk about before I like start babbling about whatever I happen to find on the internet? To go ahead and type it out in the chat box. Otherwise, uh, for me personally, not a horribly bad day, not a great day, not a horrible day. Just just a day. Uh, my workout was horrible. It was leg day, and once again, I can't get anything done at all. I quit like 10 minutes into the workout. I think I'm going to have to go see a doctor about it. Uh, my right side just can't accomplish nothing, you know. And uh, it would, excuse me, one second. <clears throat> Sorry. It would be one thing if I was just weak, because uh, weakness I can build up from. Uh, it's, it, that's not what it is. It's just an inability to do it. Uh, for uh, Here's a good example. Um like uh, I do Bulgarian split squats uh, for one of my leg exercises. And uh, on my left side, I can take a fair amount of weight, you know, call it 20 or 30 pounds and do like a set of 10 uh, like squat, uh, split squats that way, which if you're unfamiliar with it, you you put one leg on a chair or a bench behind you, like, you know, um, with the top of your uh, foot, you know, on the bench. So it's bent at an angle like that, and then you squat with your or kneel uh, or kind of almost almost like a lunge position with your other uh, leg while you're holding a weight in your arm in your arm in your hand on, the, on that side. And yeah, you know, well, before I got sick, I was doing like five sets of five of fifty or sixty pounds, no problem. Now I'm not that great, uh, but I can still do like you know three or four sets of ten with twenty or thirty pounds, no problem with my left leg. The thing is, my right leg I can do like three <laughs> and and i'm not doing talking like you know three sets I, i'm talking three like i could take a 20 pound weight do a set of 10 no problem on my left side and do three on my right right side before it gives out go over to my left side do another set of 10 no problem at all right side do one and the third set i don't even get one out and it, it's such a startling difference that i know there's something wrong i have a hernia in that area that doesn't really bother me or hurt so i didn't think much of it but it's got to be something to do with that doesn't it there's you know and it's not like my leg gets it's not like my leg gets tired i'll go i'll do one set have, have it feel like it's no problem uh excuse me one rep uh and have it feel like it's no problem then a second rep and feel like it's have it's no problem and when i go down for the third one and try to push back up there's just no strength there it just doesn't go anywhere it's it's really fucking weird um it's not a gradual thing or at all so but it'll be interesting to uh, see, talk to a doctor to see how that works out. It might just be because I have a hernia again. It might be affecting me more than I know. It's frustrating because, you know, um, especially if you get up in the morning and get, like, put the effort into a leg day and then just not be able to do it because you you are you know you're going to hear the jokes about uh, your lack of leg. <laughs> um, and they're not going to hear an excuse. Oh, I can't do leg day. I've, I've got a problem. Well, that's, you know, that's what everyone says. That's no excuse. You can't You can't ignore a leg day. Anyways, uh, PJL went 22. Yeah, I know, but I know, Sly. Uh, it seems like it's a, a ritual for me to start the show complaining about something physically wrong with me. Uh, it's almost a tradition at this point. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I have plenty to draw upon, but I don't actually want that to be the uh, the theme of the show every day. So I complained about it, and we will move on from there. Because uh, other than that, the, the day was not too shabby. Uh, I told you guys yesterday that I picked up a, a new 
piece for my like wax smoking thing called the reclaimer and so far i'm not too happy with it uh, i'm hoping it'll get better in a couple regards one it's it leaks um not enough for me to not to use it but it does diffuse the hit the hit a little bit which is probably a good thing i'm coughing a lot less <laughs> um but i'm hoping that as i use it the uh, gen the um residue for the from the wax will seal that up a little bit better and secondly it still lets uh, a lot of it through to the uh into the rig so like i got up this morning and looked at it it still needed to be cleaned out i don't know reasonably if it was more or less but the catch catcher thing didn't really look like it had anything in it uh, i've been told that, that that's a gradual process it it uh the more you have in it the more it catches sort of thing i guess so uh, i was told to leave that alone uh and don't empty it out unless i have to because it works better for a little bit in there to start to attract the rest or something like that <laughs> uh falcor said don't smoke to claim uh, why is that i i um I read an article about it or released a little thing saying that some of the things you could do with it or make edibles with it or just smoke it again. Uh, so they portrayed that it wasn't an issue to smoke it again. Um, oh, cause it tastes like ass and gives you a headache. So basically like resin when you're from smoking pot for people that don't smoke pot, if you smoke it through a pipe of any type, it develops resin in it that you need to clean out occasionally, which you can also smoke, but it tastes like shit and and, can, and will normally give you a headache or something. So so basically what you're saying, it's uh, not because it won't get you high, but because it's not worth it, which is uh, which is understandable. So that'd be my plan as well. But it, uh, the main reason I bought it was to um, keep the um, rig a little bit cleaner. If I, if I got something out of it that I had to smoke, that was a uh, bonus i don't really do edibles all that much so you know uh, saving it for that won't really do anything yeah last resort teenage maneuver yep uh-huh yeah you, you can get any weed but you've been smoking that out of that bowl for six months without cleaning it that's gonna get you high for like three days <laughs> uh yeah i'm sorry jitsu i realize i'm I realize i'm talking about the same shit again uh you get remember i only have so many topics you know i, I smoke weed i i watch mma and uh I talk to you guys and that's about it, man. So, you know, <laughs> if you guys want a diversity in uh, topics, you need to give me a little help here. Um, is anybody watching the fights right now? Is a, I assume they're on, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I love how I'll ask you guys a question and I'll just sit here and watch the chat box. I make, I'm sure it makes for very scintillating, uh, listening to people uh not actually listening now as in the people that download it because there's a fair amount of people that downloaded it uh without uh you know later on as opposed to listening to it live um way more for than to listen to it live probably actually uh considering the numbers i've seen so it is the majority of the listeners so hi guys uh out there in later listening land in the future so yeah that's that's what it is really in addition to you guys who are listening live i have future listeners listeners from the future that will know things we will never know because they're listening in the future like they know the people that i'm talking to right now not you live people you guys hold on for a second the people i'm talking to right now you yes you you know lottery numbers that i don't know that if you knew them i would be a millionaire if there's some way for you the future listener to convey those numbers to me it'd be fucking awesome unfortunately that's not how time works so <laughs> i will have to go to my grave not knowing the num lottery numbers that you guys know already so and as you live listeners, you guys are the ones I'm actually talking to most of the time. So don't don't get me wrong. I certainly appreciate you. That's who I do the show for. Uh, the listeners after on are just like a little bonus on the, uh, a little cherry on the cake and all that good stuff. <clears throat> Homelander says if he had his headphones on, he'd call in right now. Well, dude, then call in, dude. Go find your headphones. You know, I got like eight pairs of headphones in this house someplace. Uh, like uh, a while ago, I ordered a thing of headphones, and since I was just looking for cheap ones, and I was always losing them, I bought like a five-pack of headphones. So there's several sitting around here. Uh, I've also been trying to find a uh, replacement for my uh, professional headphones because they're kind of uh, done. They still functionally work, but um, the fabric all around them is all ripped up and stuff. Plus the fact that uh, they're fucking heavy as fuck. Uh, and also since they're the over-the-ear uh, headphones because they're the professional ones, I'm not a huge fan of them. I don't like the over the ear. My favorite ones, headphones I use uh, for the most part are the against the ear ones. You know, the ones that press against the ear but don't actually cover it. Uh, those have always been the ones most comfortable uh, for me as opposed to like earbuds. 
which I'm not a huge fan of. I've gotten used to it a little bit since I wear a Bluetooth earpiece in my uh, right ear when I'm uh, working to listen to music uh, and still be able to do my job. Uh, but for the most part, I've never liked earbuds as a listening method. I like I like the headphones that go over the ear. Excuse me, that cover the. It's hard to explain it. I'm talking about the headphones that like are flat and they just push flat against your ear, as opposed to the ones that form like a cup and go over your ear. Uh, I don't like those because they're too. People are like, oh, I like them. They're sound deadening. I'm like, yeah, I don't like that. I like to be able to hear the environment around me just a little bit, even when I'm listening to something in headphones. I don't like the entire isolation thing. It kind of freaks me out. Yeah, yeah, 80s cheap ass headphones. Yeah, those ones I'm used to. At least as at least as far as how comfortable they are. And not just and not just the uh freaking me out things, the the, the ones that completely cover your ear uh ears are rarely big enough to actually cover my ears. So they try to, so it's kinda like trying to shove your ears into a cup, which is never a lot of fun. The over the the flat over the ear ones are just more comfortable for me. But that being said, I want something that sounds nice and has good quality. I'm doing the show with you guys, and it's also why, what I listen to uh, most of my music if I'm home or uh, like playing any random video games on my uh, thing or whatever. So I don't want like just a cheap bullshit pair, but it's almost impossible to find a nice pair of headphones in that particular style. All the nice ones are really like the over-the-ear cup style. I mean, if you guys happen to know any... Uh, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I've only done a little bit of research. I don't want to spend a ton of money, but uh, it was uh, something I was thinking about the other day, actually. Right now, I'm using, like, seriously something. Uh, I think I paid $18 for it at Myers because <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, and if nothing else, one of the reasons I wanted to get rid of the professional ones is they're substantially heavier than, like, normal stuff. So doing it for an hour with you guys wasn't the end of the world although i did normally have a slight head a slight headache from all the weight by the end of the hour but if i used it for anything else like any kind of gaming or shit, it, it was a pain in the ass i quickly decided i needed something else to use on a regular basis <clears throat> but anyways you guys don't, that's not really actually even real topic sorry <laughs> i kind of got distracted oh man so uh here in Michigan, the governor has decided to extend the lockdown on certain businesses until January 15th, which is kind of a bummer for a lot of people. Uh, one of the things that's locked down, the biggest one is probably restaurants. So restaurants are not allowed to have inside dining again until January 15th. This is the second time that the state's been locked down this way back in the uh, uh, early days of it from like March until uh from mid-March until mid-June, they locked it down so there was no um, indoor dining, just uh, carryouts. And then they did this again back in around mid-November. So it's already been a month, and they're going to make it basically another month. So they're, uh, this, the additional lockdown is for two months. That's uh, harsh. <laughs> That's harsh for a lot of people. Uh, I'm already done for the season, so they'd already fucked up the, the last couple months of my work and, and the first couple months of my work. So I literally worked half my season because of all this COVID stuff. So that's going to be fun financially later on, but I'm not going to worry about that right now. The point I'm trying to make is that uh, there's no sit-down dining for fucking January 15th. Man, you know, carryout's good and all, but every once in a while, you just want to sit down to a nice meal. There's certain things that you don't want to do a carryout. Like I can't do a carryout for fucking red lobster. I mean, technically I could, but that just seems so fucking weird. And everything would probably be the wrong temperature and consistency. Cause you know, like you throw anything into a, any kind of carry out into a carryout box. Um, whatever you put in there is going to come out the other side, kind of like damp and gooey. And it's, it's just never as awesome. So, and, and that's not a big deal when you're like, maybe you're ordering a burger from the local bar or some shit like that. But if you're going to spend anything resembling real money on a meal, you certainly don't want to do a carry out. That's not to say I haven't, by the way, I've never done a carry out from red lobster, but there's a, uh, a sit down, like I call it mid level place. It's, it's not, a, it's not a, a fast food restaurant. Uh, but it's not, you know, uh, it's not high dining by any means. It's a bar slash restaurant type thing, but they have steaks. Like they have their semi fancy steaks. Like they'll do a, a cowboy steak and then they have like one steak where they throw it on the, uh, do the stone, um, heated stone cooking where, you know, they just bring you a hot stone and you cook it yourself basically. Uh, but, and, and several other things we we've ordered, like not their hot stone steaks, obviously, but like uh, cowboy steaks or ribeye steaks from them to go. <laughs> and just you know because they're close by we just run up grab them and bring them home um 
and but that's the extent of our you know high dining carryout. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because apparently the yesterday a new place opened uh, it, like two towns over from us, so it's like about a fifteen maybe twenty minute drive. So um, place called uh, Crazy Crab, uh, and it's like you know crab and seafood place. And we'd really like to try it out. Unfortunately, there's this only, despite the fact that it opened like a couple of days ago, it's only available for carryout right now. And I'm sure it's fuck not going to carry out uh, someplace from that's like 20 or 30 minutes away. <laughs> that, uh, you know, uh, like they have a, like you can get uh, a half a pound of uh, snow crab and two lobster tails for like 40 bucks for one of the meals. And I assume it has sides and sh- corn and hush puppies and all that good shit too. And to me, that seems like a pretty reasonable deal. And they have a whole bunch of other ones. Yeah, like you can get a uh, king crab or snow crab. And they have uh, some unusual things that I haven't seen too much uh, since most of my seafood experience is uh, red lobster. <laughs> like they have uh, craw- crawfish. You can get like a pound of crawfish and then like a pound of uh, snow crab. And they have king crab. Uh, now they have blue crab, which I ne- haven't, I don't think I've ever encountered because uh, that's not something that they normally run with uh, at red lobster. I have been one other place for seafood before or a couple other places, but. Um, uh, for the most part, uh, Red Lobster is like 90% of my seafood experience. Uh, I have went to a c- cruise in Muir or something like that where uh, I had uh, lobster. My wife had uh, king uh, crab, and that was really good. And I have been to like a place called Maryland Crab Shack, and I think I had uh, – can't remember what I had there, though. I think it might have been mussels or something. Uh, and like that's something that they have there as well. They have like green mussels and black mussels, and they have like steamed clams. Um and they have two types of different shrimp that they listed. One with head on and one with head off. I don't really know what that means. A, just a little casual looking at reviews on the place uh, means that basically that you clean it yourself. So I guess you take the head off and devein it yourself or some shit like that. And I don't know why anyone would want it like that, but apparently it's available and it looks like it's actually a little bit cheaper. So maybe that's why. <laughs> but uh, I, I, but I've, that's certainly something I've never seen in a place uh, before. Um so I'm, I'm interested in trying a couple different things, but here's the deal. My wife goes to Florida for two weeks, January 11th. So, so I won't be able to actually go to, to dinner with my wife and try this new place off out until like January 25th, uh, when she comes back from Florida. And, uh, that's, uh, quite the bummer, obviously <laughs> it's really, we be, be in between COVID and, uh, you know, um, work and all this good stuff we haven't went out to dinner together at a, at a real sit-down place in february maybe i think february uh no no one was worried about covid yet so there wasn't any issues going on um that would be the bare minimum we might it might not even been then because we don't go out that all that often maybe once once every month or two uh but seriously speaking it's been a little bit less than a year since we went out to eat so, um, and don't get me wrong. I know people are having all kinds of issues with COVID and my complaints about not being able to go out to eat with my wife are pretty minor compared to a whole bunch, some of that shit, but <clears throat> that doesn't mean it doesn't suck, man. <laughs> I want some decent food. I want to wreck, wreck my stomach. Uh, I know there's a lot, I, I'll, honestly with seafood, I don't think there's a lot of stuff that will fuck me up unless they put some spices on there that I'm unaware of. Uh, so like, yo, basically almost all the stuff that I'd be interested in eating, the only thing that they put on is butter and my IBS stomach can handle all that shit. So yeah, I was looking forward to having a good meal, uh, without any worries because, you know, although on the food front, I will, uh, uh, admit that I had some good news. Uh, Huel came out with a new flavor of banana and it's fucking fantastic guys. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, sarcastically it's actually good. Uh, Keep in mind, I've been t- drinking something that tastes so shitty um, that there are days that I can barely swallow it for months and months and months and months now. So it might have something to do with that. So don't go rushing out for your new Huel banana flavor uh, diet just yet. Uh, but compared to the, uh, the vanilla flavor, which, by the way, is what much better than the chocolate flavor, um, banana is actually pretty good. Uh, it seems really sweet. I, I can't believe how sweet it is. Like I take a five gram, uh, excuse me. I take a, um, how many servings? I take a, a 1000 calorie serving of it in the morning, 1000 calories. And it has, um, two and a half grams of sugar in it. Uh, and to me, it tastes ridiculously sweet. Uh, and one of the issues I've always had with the, uh, Huel is, uh, 
since I just put it into a shaker thing and shake it up where you know, it's got one of those little wire uh, balls in it to help uh, mix it up. It's always been a little bit lumpy. That's just you know something you had to deal with. The thing is, uh, with the banana flavor and me drinking it, it almost emulates banana a lot better because I know I'm sure any of you who ever ground up a banana and drank it, uh, it's always it's always just a little bit lumpy. You know, you, I'm sure you mix it with other stuff. Uh, when you're like you're making a protein shake, you can always feel like a little bit bits of a banana. So that's what these little bits of humor are emulating. It's as closest thing I've ever came to with uh, as like a, just a banana protein shake. I'm really happy about it. <laughs> That being said, I don't eat much else. I'm still not getting enough calories into me. Uh, I haven't weighed myself in, God, like a month, maybe a month and a half. I'm afraid to. Uh, once I stop working at the country club, I'm, I'm basically missing a meal a day. I haven't found anything I want because uh, I'd like to add like another five or 600 calories to my diet, but I haven't found something that's easy for me to make and isn't just trash. It's always easy to add calories if you smell garbage. Like I think I just ate 600 calories of fucking Danish sugar cookies, <laughs> which is unusual, unusual, but they were in the house. Uh, I told, I tell people all the time, that's the basis of my diet. Uh, um, don't have it in the house. If it's in the house, I'm going to eat it. I, uh, I combat that by not buying anything like that. I don't go to the store and buy like cookies and cakes or snacks or chips or any of that shit at all. My wife occasionally will, however, so <laughs> I've told her, please don't do that. Uh, she shouldn't be buying that shit anyways. She's diabetic and doesn't need to be eating this, uh, needs to be eating this shit even less than I do. But everyone, and she's pretty good about it, but every once in a while, something will sneak into the house. So like, you know, she was Christmas shopping for other people and bought an extra, you know, case or two, a container or two rather of the sugar cookies. So uh, they've, you know, infiltrated and they will be destroyed. And, <laughs> and uh, then I will be back on diet. How about you guys? Um, no, they drag it off. Just eat a banana, dude. Ironically enough, I can't eat a banana, dude. I can have like a quarter to a half of a banana. Anything else is uh, off uh, is too much for my IBS. It's got uh, there's many things that uh, I follow. I follow something called a, a FOD map diet, F O D map, because um, uh, they've tracked the different things in IBS that cause stomach issues, and banana is one of those things that has it. It doesn't have a ton of it, so you can eat a little banana. They said, like, you can have a quarter to a half a banana, but they don't recommend anything more than that because after that, it, it has enough of it that it might possibly trigger your IBS. So, yeah, so I really can't eat. I was talking to one of my friends, and don't get me wrong, this is like a portly guy um, who's a big fan of food, and he said he'd kill himself if he was in the situation that I was in. I was like, okay, first off, no, you wouldn't. You you know, you have a girlfriend, and, you know, um, all that good stuff so you know you got people that love you just kind of curmudgeonly so <laughs> i had to say that without trying to smile about it but uh yeah uh, you know um and besides which you, know, you get used to that shit after a while there's way things more to live for than just what you're fucking eating uh that's the problem with fucking america day some so many people are just wrapped up in food and all that good stuff um i'm i'm glad that i'm not like that um i can't uh I can't imagine. I can't imagine how much my life would suck if I was like a foodie or some shit like that. It'd be it'd be horrible. Uh, but for me, I've never been big on that anyway. So yeah, living on fast food and all that good stuff. It's not like I can say I'm a gourmet. So if nothing else, it's forced me to eat quite a bit healthier because most of the stuff that trigger me is like bullshit, like uh, fried foods or something I can't have for the most part. Uh, now that I'm not working, I will be trying to introduce things back to see what works and what doesn't. Like yesterday, I was uh, happy to find out that apparently uh, at least some pickles I can have. Like, believe it or not, like pickles are something that I can't have. Uh, maybe. See, this is the tricky thing about the entire IBS and the FODMAP shit is not everyone's triggered by the same stuff. Uh, so you're what two people have might have might have IBS and be triggered by completely different stuff. So I've reached the elimination phase of my diet plan where I eliminated everything and just ate nothing but bland foods and got my stomach for the most part settled down. Now I'm at the point where I can start experimenting with different things. I've been at like that for a couple of few months, but when I was at work, I didn't want to experiment because if I eat something bad and I'm, and I'm wrong, it will trigger a multi-day thing where my stomach is crampy, I'm in pain, and I need to be near a bathroom for most of it. So it's not the sort of thing you really want to do when you have to work the next day or two. So, but that being the case, now I'm going to experiment with a couple of things that I really want to eat. And, you know, if, and I'll pay the price if I have to, just to find out, like I was pleased to find out that I can apparently have a, a, at least some kinds of pickles. 
Uh, my wife is working at a uh, metal Mediterranean place. And when they put uh, pickles on their sandwiches and they slice them all like the long ways, you know, like little thin slices. And I think they marinate the pickles or something and they're goddamn delicious. Um, so, so I figured I, and I tried one with the sandwich yesterday, a falafel sandwich, actually. It was falafels with hummus, uh, tomato and pickles on it. Although, although I didn't know uh, tomato, and it was delicious. Um, I don't know what falafel is. I, I know it's vegetarian and that's all I know about it. Um, it was pretty good. Um, I think, uh, I think I'm going to try the chicken Kafka or whatever it's called next time. And then they also have like chicken, uh, shish kebab skewers, um, and then chicken shawarma and beef shawarma and, uh, some other kinds of shit. So works, we're trying different Mediterranean stuff and see what works for us and what doesn't. And, uh, I'm just hoping that uh, it doesn't fuck up my stomach, but the, but the pickles didn't. So yay. Right. <laughs> oh man, my back's hurting. Oh, sorry about that. I guess I was in a bad position for talking to you guys today. Cause all of a sudden my back's just like, you need to stretch it out and move some. All right. Uh, if you guys aren't going to call in, I guess I am going to have to try to find some sort of topic to talk about. So let's go over to the OG and see, uh, what those idiots are talking about. <laughs> Oh, did you guys see that there's a Night Court sequel in the works? Um, I don't know how old most of you guys are. I think you guys are mostly my age. So, oh, wait a minute. I got Sly talking in, calling in, rather. <laughs> what up, Sly? How you doing, boss? Breaking announcement. <laughs> or whatever. Remember that dude used to call in with those announcements? Or breaking, breaking news. news. Yeah. <laughs> breaking news, you faggots. <laughs> two things tune in at 7.03 p.m. for the Sly Dog Fight Companion unless you're doing it Jay no hell no I'm good it's all yours boss okay alright I've spoken Tell, make, make sure that at the end of your show to give a reminder to these you of know, course boss That's these faggots when they join we're all just sitting here wasting time until your show starts. Be realistic. You could you could do it now. I think most people would be happy. <laughs> yeah. So I'll uh, hopefully be set up by then. That's, that's all I really got. There, there's no part two. There's no part two. No you fucking tease. <laughs> if that's the real tenor of the year, you know. Like you know, I actually, you know, I'm I'm we, that horse is dead. I'm not even going to talk about that subject. I have one yeah. thing, then I'm out. Okay, tenor. Tenor's got some fucking cardio for an old man. I don't think I... I do have have you ever punched a bag for, for two minutes straight? I'm like, I'm talking really going at it? No, 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 no. My wife only lasted about 45 seconds. Yeah, I used to, I used to hit a bag, you know. Wait, wait, wait. You only last 45 seconds? I said my wife... I thought by five minutes when I do that, it's bad. Come on, Jay. No, I said my wife only will last about forty-five seconds. Yeah. Oh, then you know what you're doing. You yeah. can. You're knocking her off quick, then. I don't. I, I don't think we're talking about the same thing. But moving on. Go ahead, sir. So, oh, I was just is, is, okay. is he pretty good on the heavy bag. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I I caught a video. I think it, maybe he'll post it on the OG, but that that was all. Oh, cool. I, I, I tried that about two years ago. I hit the bag, and, you know, I was, I remember being able to hit it, you know, for a long time. I was winded quick. Yeah, yeah, I, I have, a, it's not a heavy bag. It's one of those, like, uh, I don't know what the name of it. It's goofy. It's one of those ones where you, like, fill the bottom with sand or water, and then the, it's got a base, it's got, like, a pad that moves up and down, so you can use it for, like, punching or for, like, kicking or whatever that shit. It's, you know, it's not a real, like, a real heavy bag, but it, it's okay for bullshit punching. And I found out really quickly that, man, now, two two different things. One, you can fuck up your wrist if you hit something the wrong way. And two, yeah, punching gets uh, really tiresome really quick. Oh, yeah. I, I used to, you know, I used to use them for practicing cardio. You know, the hell with technique. You know, so somebody mentioned this recently. Who gives a shit about technique at my old ass age? That, that's something you do, you know, when you're younger, so... It's really just all about the workout. Yeah, exactly. At this point, you know, you're not sharpening your skills for your next fight. You're basically just doing for fun and stay in shape and all this good stuff. Um, it's funny. It's fun to have the uh, bag sitting there, though, because occasionally people will get themselves into trouble. 
Uh, I had a friend of mine who thought he was like really into karate and all this good stuff. So he, he threw a couple of like spinning kicks into it and all this good stuff. And then he reared up for an X kick just before I had time to tell him that there's no padding on the top of that fucking thing. So <laughs> he dropped an X kick on the top of it and fucked himself up fairly, fairly bad. <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah. I didn't have time to tell him, like, dude, there's no pad on the top of that. He just whop. <laughs> uh, good times. Right. You, you, you Sorry, bro. I got, I got a doctor, so people. All right. Tell your wife I said hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you guys know which one I'm talking about. It's just, yeah, like a bull, the, one of those bullshit uh, bags is weighed on the bottom. Normally, you put like sand or fill it with water. I think mine's filled with water. God knows. God, here's there's something. I filled that thing with water. Goddamn, like uh, when I moved in here nine years ago, ten years ago, I haven't opened that thing since. God knows what it smells like. <laughs> I imagine not too bad, but ten year old water hanging out in the bottom of a plastic bottle, basically. No, Falcor, Falcor, I did not say. Tell your wife I said hi. I said, tell your wives I said hi. I'm assuming he's got like 14. <laughs> like, like Sly's got, you know, the perfect setup for one I understand. You know, um, he, uh, he said he had to go because at this point, I imagine his wives are going to carry him into another room. Cause you know, he, he, I, that's how, see, this is how I imagine it goes with Sly. He sits on this like big throne thing with like, you know, uh, set up on, you know, like, uh, some sort of carriage where it can be lifted up and carried from place to place by his you know, wives, uh, of, of which he probably has like 20 or 30. Um, and they carry him around. There's, there's like one behind him all the time, waving like a fan to keep him cool. Another one carrying grapes around to feed to him when he gets hungry. Um, yeah. The onion points out trays of food everywhere. Um, yeah. And he basically just he sits there and passes along commands to, his entire like wife army um god knows how many kids he must have he probably bet you he has hundreds he has like an entire village that he's responsible for <laughs> chief sly yeah, he's the entire he's the entire village chief <laughs> i don't you know he's I, I i've never asked him about his family uh and i've never heard him talk about anything other than his wife really so i'm assuming he has kids but that's not our business um so I don't know how many he has or anything like that. It is funny, though. You, you, sometimes you find out stuff about people that you wouldn't expect. Um, <clears throat> for example, uh, where I work at, uh, we have a valet department. Uh, it's actually a completely different company, but they might as well work there or whatever. It's like the head valet has been working there for hmm, eh, 12 or 13 years. Uh, he's a guy. He's actually a couple few years old, uh, older than me. I think he's like about 50 or 51 and he's the, you know, he runs the valet service there. He doesn't own the valet service. He's got a boss, but he runs it at that location and he's really good at it. He, that's, uh, he's, um, he, uh, he works a shitload of hours. The guy works like 80 hours a week. And I'm always like, wow, he's such a go-getter. I found out why he was a go-getter because he's got like seven fucking kids. <laughs> you know? yeah. I, I was it seven or was it eight? I was making the joke that he likes soccer so much. He, he's having his entire team. Um, so, and, uh, and uh, that the finding out he had so many kids uh, explained it a whole bunch of things. One, he can't keep it in his pants, and, and two, it explains why he, uh, at the age of fifty, is running around like a madman. You know, working eighty hours a week is a is basically a, a valet. I mean, you know, he's the head there, but still, because um, he has a shitload of kids. And to me, that's that's crazy. I mean, um, here in America, basically anything over three is unusual now four and i'm not talking like in certain cases don't you know don't come at me with that entire like you know um welfare six and seven kid thing because i realize that that is a thing but that's a pretty small percentage of the world excuse me a pretty small percentage of the united states as far as statistics go on average i think families have two maybe three kids now right four is kind of unusual five is now you're getting you know into something that you don't see that often Six or seven, yeah, that just gets crazy, dude. And I know there's also a religions, religious people that believe in having a whole bunch of them, so you'll see that as well. I was just talking like the nationwide average. I'm assuming it's probably got to be two, maybe three kids. Um, uh, how about any of you? Do you are any of you uh, parents that have an unusual amount of kids? It, was it for a reason? Uh, is it like a religious thing? Do you just like fucking and don't like condoms? I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think anyone's going to come at me with that one, but if so, good for you. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I don't have any kids. You guys know that. So, uh, I don't want any, I don't believe that my genetics are the, all that awesome. So I see no reason I'm passing them along. Uh, plus I'm a selfish person that don't want to, doesn't want to have to worry about anybody else. So, <laughs> um, that being the case, I have been trying to be nice to my wife lately. Cause, uh, as I mentioned to you guys, you know, uh, occasionally I feel guilty about the fact that I don't pay her attention. So, uh, did I tell you guys this yesterday? I bought her a ring. Did I? Yes. No, I got it the other day. Yeah. No. Okay. Stop me. If it stop me, if you guys heard this, I bought her a ring the other day. Um, mostly because I could, uh, we got married about four years ago and we didn't have, a, I didn't have a lot of money for a ring or anything like that. So she said it was, wasn't a big deal. I said, I was like, you know, you know what, man, I, uh, it is a big deal. Oh, and yes, I said, I, I realized that's not how you should talk to your wife. Uh, I said, so I told her, I was like, no, you need a ring. We're getting married. Uh, you pick out a ring. I go, you know, we'll worry about what it costs later. And she picked out something that costs like $75 or a hundred dollars. I said, no, we can do better than that. She insisted that that was fine. Um, so about a year later, she was complaining that her rings, you know, she wasn't happier for a ring. I was like, it was the one you picked out. I go, pick out another ring then. We, that's no problem. So she picks out another ring that's like 50 or $75. I tell her once again. So, and this goes on, this has happened like two or three times. She keeps on being unhappier for a ring. Um, me telling her to buy a more expensive one than she just buys a cheap one. So this time I'd had enough of that shit. Uh, and, uh, and as Tits has said before, yes, I've been making it fucking rain lately in my own small way. We're poor people, but we have, uh, uh I have the ability to at least buy her a few things for once, uh, and without having to worry about paying the bills and shit. So that's what I'm doing. Um, so I, uh, the other day I, I, I don't, you know what, at first I was just going to buy her a ring. I figured I just, just going to surprise her. Um, but at the last second I chickened out, I, I didn't want to buy the wrong thing and go through all this shit all over again. So instead of going to buying her a ring and bring it to her and surprising her, I brought her to the jewelry store by surprise. So, you know, I was like, Hey, yeah, after you get off work, uh, you know, um, don't get too settled in and we got someplace we got to go. And she's like, Oh, where I go, don't worry about it. I, I just need your help with something. She goes, well, okay, no problem. So I, I took her over to the jewelry store. I basically told her, I was like, Hey, here's what our budget is. I gave her, uh, you know, how much we intended to spend. And then told her to buy whatever she liked. I, I go, it's, I, I assume you want a ring. It doesn't have to be a ring. I go, but don't complain about your ring anymore if we don't buy a ring. Uh, so, but yeah, like she could have got a bracelet or earrings or a pendant or whatever. But she ended up uh, with a, uh, a wedding band. And um, so, uh, you know, then that's what she got. And she had to leave it there to get sized. And holy shit, that was more expensive than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> the, sizing, the sizing was a good little chunk of money. I guess it's because we had to go up in size. So they had to add metal. But still, it was more expensive than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and then, you know, uh, then yesterday it was ready. She was, she, was, she was at work, so I went and picked it up. And unbeknownst to her, I decided I wanted to surprise her. So I bought, like, an inexpensive, like, pendant as well, just so she would have a surprise. And, you know, the 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 ring was a, a slam dunk. She was super happy with it. But she wasn't surprised by it because she picked it out herself. So I bought her a little pendant as well. And then I went to her work and gave them all to her. Uh, it would it would have been nice to like do a, a big scene where I I proposed to her again and you know, gave her a ring and all this good stuff, but there was nobody in there, so I was like, yeah, I'd like a falafel and a, a side order of marriage, please, and gave her her shit. So, yay! So she's happy, anyways. Uh, and the spending does not stop. <laughs> There's a there is one other required purchase that I need to make, uh, and then one that she thinks we need to make. Uh, I have to buy a reclining love seat for my for my living room. Uh, I have to, it just has to happen. Um, we have one in there now, but it's broken. One, one, only one side reclines now. Uh, the other side, like it's snapped up in there and you, and it's all sealed. So you'd have to cut it open to try to like put the wiring back up. The other recliner, uh, one side of the, uh, foot rest is not fastened anymore because the bolt fell out. So, <laughs> so it works, but it's like floppy. Um, and I don't watch TV with my wife anymore because I'm not comfortable there. She's all, she's, it's her spot. So she's got the recliner and I'm sitting there like a schoolboy in a stool. And I'm like, yeah, we need to get the recliner thing fixed so I can start watching movies with you again. So that's what we're probably going to do tomorrow. We're going to go uh, get another reclining love seat. We don't have a, a, a lot of room, so we're not going to get a, a couch and we don't really need one. Um, 
but we're going to get, you know, just a reclining love seat, nothing ridiculous or anything like that. And the main reason we're not going to buy anything ridiculous or anything like that is because the last purchase we will probably be making for this season is a refrigerator. This is one that me and the wife are, are arguing about right now. Um, she wants, since she said, since we have the money to do this stuff, it'd be sensible to buy a, a, a refrigerator because we're going to need one eventually. Ours makes weird noises. I said, yes, you're certainly right. However, I don't think it's a huge emergency because our refrigerator has been making weird noises for nine years. <laughs> it's an old refrigerator that was in the house when I bought it. We cleaned it up and turned it on and it worked fine. So I kept it and, and I bought this house in 2011. I think the actual uh, refrigerator is from the early 2000s or something like that. Or, uh, or, or is this the thing from the 80s? I have a I have a some sort of appliance that's from the 80s. I can't remember which one it is. It might even be this one. Uh, and I'm sure this probably cost a, sh a shitload of electricity compared to a modern one. But it, I don't know. I don't put, I don't have any food. <laughs> this is, you know, uh, she eats regular food, but all I eat is heel. So like my, my refrigerator, the only thing that, that's in it is mine is some milk because I, I can, I can have lactate free milk and, and cereal. And literally, that's the only thing that's in the entire... Oh, I'm sorry, some uh, non-dairy creamer. Um, so, you know, a refrigerator is not really a, a huge priority for me, but uh, she's right. We should probably buy one. It's going to die at some point. There's no way it can last too terribly much, long, much longer, right? I mean, it's fucking from the 80s, and it's been making noise for nine years. Um, But so that's one of the things we're going to be looking at as well. Then we'll be done spending money on stuff. And uh, I'm confident that unless they uh, fuck up this unemployment shit again, uh, we should be able to make it through the winter just fine. And then next year, hopefully all this COVID shit will be over and they'll get back to normal life and all this good stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ, my wife just walked in early from work, scared the fuck out of me, because she's, she's normally, she's normally home, like, uh, um, not another, in about 20 minutes, maybe 25, sometimes even 30 minutes from now, and she's never fucking early, this is, she's been working there for, like, I think six months from now, and this is the first time she's ever come over early, so I'm here, sitting here talking to you all, so I hear something from the living room that talks to you all, like, it sounds like talking, scared the holy fuck out of me, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Oh, oh, and she's got she's got food, uh, which is most likely for the dogs. I keep on telling her our dogs are getting fat. The vet says our dogs are overweight. Uh, yet I still doing stuff, catching doing. I still catch her doing stuff like putting like rice, uh, in their in their uh, food, like their regular dog food. Uh, like one of the dishes uh, that you can get at the place that she's working at is rice mixed with uh, ground beef and peas. I don't. I guess that's a Mediterranean thing. Uh, Sly is that a Mediterranean thing? Um, but. Uh, uh, but she, uh, she'll like take scoops of that and mix it in with their dog food. I'm like, they're fat. You don't need to give them extra food. They'll, they'll eat that food. Eventually it's, you know, they don't need an incentive, but she loves her dogs. So, and she likes making them happy. So I don't argue too much. Hmm. Hello wife. How you doing? What's that? Just French fries? Mm -hmm. No, thanks. If they're the parm ones, I would try them out, but I'm good. Oh, you know what? It's all good. Give me one. I can't have too many of them to fry. Not very crispy. <laughs> Thank you, Lola. I asked you when I did lunch. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try this uh, this one for you guys. Oh, it's hot as fuck. Mmm. Good fry. So I, I can have one or two. I just can't have a whole bunch. Yes, I call it. I'm bored here. <laughs> Jay, let me talk to her. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Nah, well, her foot hurts. She probably, probably can't get her to come back in. How's your foot, babe? Never mind. Yeah, right, yeah, her foot. She's already sitting back down. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu, she is not a juggalo, too. And by the way, I take a offense to that uh, uh, two reference. I'm not a juggalo. Uh, I, like, well, I like a couple of their songs, and... I think uh, they're funny, but I'm certainly not a juggalo. I've never been to an ICP concert. Uh, I've been to a wrestling event. I've seen them wrestle before at an event that they held. I've never been to a, one of their concerts. I don't paint my face. I've never been to the gathering, gathering of the juggalos, although it does look fun. Um, uh, I can't have Hot Pockets. 
Belker said something about me going ham on Hot Pockets. Uh, I don't like those in the first place, but I haven't had a Hot Pocket in years. Hot Pockets. Um, I just know all the lingo. Jiu-Jitsu said that about uh, me being a juggalo. Of course I know all the lingo, dude. I, I live in the Detroit area. I've grown up around juggalos my entire life. I know a couple few of them. Um, so, you know, um, and they're good people. It's they're just like fans of any other band. Like my buddy, uh, Devastating Just Cause, DJC. He's a big Juggalo fan. I don't, um, his rap style is very similar to ICP. I mean, if, if, uh, honestly, if a DJ thing, DJC was, uh, more popular, he might have to talk about copyright infringement. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's actually buddies with him before, I think. <clears throat> they shoot the shit. Um, that was the, the longest I've ever spent time with ICP was actually his, uh, uh new year's party it was new year's 1999 and uh i was hanging out at djc's uh, new year's party in his basement and uh icp stopped by they're making the rounds um you know of all the different parties and i think they were only there for a half hour or 45 minutes or some shit like that but they stopped by and hung out uh, with chuck and he had like 30 or 40 or uh maybe 50 people in his basement um and uh it was a good time. So, yeah, and I met them briefly. I've met them briefly a whole bunch of times. I'm sure they don't know who the hell I am. Um, yeah, the, the, I imagine they meet a whole shitload of people uh, over the course of their career. Uh, but, uh, like, one of my friends was buddies with with uh, Shaggy Tudope and used to play pool with him quite a bit. Uh, my buddy Jason, who was the uh, drummer for a band called uh, 20 Dead Flower Children, which was originally out of Detroit and then moved to Huntington Beach and was moderately successful for a while. Um and it's just if you're if you live in the Detroit area, you're gonna know Juggalos. And if you and since I was in the music scene, I you know I knew them on different levels as well. Uh, f- smart people, smarter than their smarter than their uh, persona would make you think. Although just terrible liars. They're, they say they're from Southwest Detroit. They're no, they're from Ferndale, which is like a suburb immediately to the north of Detroit. Um, still kind of a rough hood in spots, but certainly not Southwest Detroit rough. So. <laughs> Anyways, we got about 15 minutes before getting out of here. Well, you guys want anything you want to talk about before we uh, do so? I have covered absolutely nothing today, which is impressive. <laughs> I've had 48 minutes of saying absolutely nothing. And uh, honestly, uh, right now I'm just looking to get the fuck out of here because my uh, nasal medication has kicked in and I can smell the food that my wife brought home. So I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. I don't know what she brought me, but it smells delicious. Um... Maybe I'll try the garlic sauce, which is probably a really, really bad idea. Um, because uh, uh, garlic, garlic and onion are the two things the IBS thing says don't try any of. It's like no amounts acceptable. Because as I mentioned before, like there's certain foods that you can have small amounts of, but not large amounts of, like bananas and shit like that. But onion and garlic, they say no completely. So I, those are the ones I really want to try to see if because it's obviously going to be an all or nothing. Either they bother me or they don't. What up, Sly? Hey, I learned a new word the other day. Okay, I was. I'm, I'm learning how to make that garlic sauce. I have a. Oh really? Oh. Okay. And I had to, the person that was teaching me. I had to have them repeat the word to me twice because I just never heard it before. And and then thinking back, I really think I've heard that. I think that word is used in porn too. You have to to make the garlic sauce. All it is is oil. Mm-hmm. And you drip it at a really slow rate. If Rock is still in here, listen up, bro, because that guy's a foodie. Even though he mm-hmm. lives in the sticks, he's a foodie. <laughs> and um, you need to get this oil to to fucking coagulate. Coagulate. Mm-hmm. That's what that. So basically, that oil turns into like a wet. Okay. And you you use the food processor and you you know do the garlic and you have to put a little bit of potato in it. Oh, okay. Neat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult to make. It's advanced. From what I understand, it's delicious. That, that's why my wife swears by it. I'm like, dude. And, and with the IBS thing, uh, if, if if garlic is going to bother me, that's going to bother me un, under any amount. But I still want to give it a shot because there's a chance garlic might not be one of my triggers, and which would be awesome because garlic's delicious. Okay, which is now the million-dollar question. Why the hell do they charge so much for it? Oh, the garlic it's like paying, you know, it's like paying eight bucks American for a small side of hummus. It's, it's yeah, cheap yeah. shit. I, well, you just said it's it's hard to make, so yeah. 
So anyway, that was all. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out, but I'm, I'm saving it all for the fights. I don't got much to say for the show today. That's fine. I, I got, oh, I got wait, a story to finish. I got a story to finish, finish us up with, so we're fine. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll just listen. No, 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 no. Fine. No, but thank you for letting us know how the entire garlic sauce thing. That was interesting. I, I always enjoy learning stuff. So if I can go to bed knowing that I learned something uh, that I didn't uh, at the beginning of the day, then it's a good day. Uh, I just noticed that um, Jujitsu said they told me your name's Passive J because of Violent J. What the fuck, J? Well, you know what? Technically, that is correct. Uh, and most of you guys have seen heard this story a couple few times, if not a million times. But I guess we'll close it off with um, the reason I'm named Passive J. Uh, the reason I'm named Passive J is indeed because of the band I, Insane Clown Posse. Uh, as most of you guys know, I was in, born and raised in the Detroit area, and in my teens and in my twenties, I was very active in the local band scene. I was. Uh, Active for a couple of reasons. One, because I was pursuing a a radio DJ career, which will keep you involved in the local band scene anyways. Uh, and I had a whole bunch of friends that were musicians, starting off with friends that I went to high school with that became pretty active in the band scene who didn't introduce me to other friends and so on and so forth. So I was in the local band scene quite a bit. Uh, and uh, and as such, I met a ton of people, mostly through one of my best friends, a, a guy named Doug, who was the lead singer of a band called uh, Deformation of Character. Uh, and he would introduce me to people all the time. Um, and the conversation always went the same way. You're like, hey, this is my buddy Jay. And every single person would say the same thing. Oh, you mean like Violent Jay? Because apparently Jay is a really rare, rare name. And Violent Jay is the only other person on the fucking planet who has the name Jay. Um, and my buddy would always respond the same way. Oh no, he's more like passive J. And after a couple of few times it stuck and people started calling me passive J. And ever since then, that's been my fucking nickname. And I, they always say it's the ones that you don't give yourself that stick because you can't give yourself a nickname. It doesn't work like that. Um, but that's what they called me. And ever since then, you know, I guess it's appropriate, <laughs> you know? So there you go. There's your story. This is why I'm called Passive J and why it has 100% something to do with being ICP without me being a juggalo. The end. <laughs> All right. The penny, Anyways, the penny uh, dropper should call in and tell us how he got his nickname. Now, which one's that? Oh, that's Wolf Castle. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. I know where he got his name from. He got his name from the Simpsons. Rainer Wolf Castle. Uh, if you're ever, if you've ever watched the uh, Simpsons, uh, they have a character who's a parody of Arnold Schwarzenegger and the character's name is Rainer Wolfcastle. I, I don't know, man. I've never watched it. Really. You've never watched the Simpsons. I know. I, I guess you, I know you, you said you're not really much of a TV person, are you? Um, let's, I, I, you got to remember during that period of time in those years when I think they were popular, cause I really don't know what years they were even on television. You're fucking uh, since I, the beginning of time and on still now. So <laughs> since uh, it's been, I, I was working, right. I was working right, right. six days a week, 12 hours a day. And once in a while on a Sunday that for, for many years. So I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't blame you in the least bit. Yeah. It's just that you just thought, I just thought it was funny. You're like, I don't, you're like, I don't know what years they've been on. I'm like, they started in like the late eighties and they're still fucking on. So, <laughs> so that, they've, they've had a pretty good run, I think. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, shit. I don't watch Simpsons anymore. I haven't watched them probably more than a decade. Uh, I, I heard the tattoos. Is a, a gal, a lady did that voice. Is that true? Yeah. 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 Bart's voice is a girl. Uh, along with a whole bunch of other voices. Um, there's about, I think there's four or five people that do 80% of the people in that show. And it's a very large cast. So almost all of the voice actors are doing somewhere between three and eight different voices. Oh, damn. Well, I guess that show was ahead of its time then. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's uh, like that's like being gender fluid or whatever you. Call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, it's funny because they're trying to be progressive now, and uh, like one of the new things they're doing on The Simpsons is not having uh, white people voice characters that aren't white. So they want like they're re they've recasted people and fired people and given the job to other people that that were you know like black characters that used to be voiced by a white guy. Now they're going to be voiced by black guys and same thing with Indian. And there's a major character on the Simpsons called Apu, who is like a Hindu uh, middle Eastern character um, who 
was removed from the show because he was voiced by a white guy, and then they decided that that was being racist and stereotypical. Uh, what was his name? Apu. Um, okay. <laughs> you're, I'm, are you sure you're saying it right? I, I, I really yeah, 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 APU, Apu. Yeah, he okay. uh, he ran he ran the Quickie Mart, you know. So so it was like the stereotypical, uh, you know. Uh, I believe it's normally Indian Seven uh, Eleven owner, you know. Hello, welcome okay. to the Quickie Mart. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds more Indian. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's more Indian as opposed to Arabic, you know. Um, but still, with Indian is considered Middle Eastern still, isn't it? Uh, no, not really. It's, it's not really. Not more. Con- you got the right continent. It's still Asia, I guess. But right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah the gender they... shit's crazy these days. And okay, believe it or not, Jay, the first place I ever heard all this gender shit um, years ago on the OG, there was a thread, and and it was and of all people, it was Bukaki by Bombers that started it. Oh. He was on there. He went on a pisser rant about you know things being unfair with genders, and we flamed him pretty good. <laughs> but he's you know now he's just a, instead of him being you know the outlier faggot like he was then, now he's just the normal faggot. Ah, <laughs> uh, this entire you know the the gender things are just ridiculous, dude. You know, for the most part, don't get me wrong. Is it affecting me? No. Does do I care? No. If it doesn't affect me, I don't give a shit about it. Go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, but when it starts to affect competitions and things like that, like I think I'm highly against people, you know, uh, changing their sex and then competing in athletic events against the people, you know, against the other gender. That's that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's I, I can't. I I don't see how there's any way to sugarcoat that and make that right. To be honest with you. You know, yeah, you can, yes, you want to call yourself a woman now, that's fine. Yes, you want to remove all your different body parts and rearrange them to your woman. Okay, that's fine. I'll call you a woman. I don't have any problem with that at all. I don't think you have the right to compete athletically with women, though. Uh, the real issue is, is when everybody else has to start paying for it. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah, insurance yeah, I don't companies and, you know, Medicaid, I think, and all those free medical, medical, when all the, as soon as everybody's paying for other people to transition, that that's when it's really going to suck. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. If that if that's how you feel, more power to you. Uh, I it shouldn't cost any other people anything. It's it's. Well, and yeah, I feel bad. Almost, real quick before I drop. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, boss. If you want to put your wife on, I would like to talk to her and introduce myself. And and you have my word, and my fingers are not behind my back crossed that I'm going to ask her questions about sexting with you. <laughs> she's t- she I, is too I will not ridiculous. ask her what it feels like to have that yeah. fucking horse cock in her. She she is two rooms away eating her dinner and she hurt her foot earlier today, so I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna talk her into coming over right now. But we can have her on the show at some point if you want if you guys want to have a, a interview with Passive Jay's wife. Yes, you should give us that. That would that show right. would be popular. Yeah, we'll do that next week sometime or another. Maybe we'll advertise it a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, it looks like it's about the end of the show. Uh, appreciate Sly calling and helping you out a little bit. Uh, don't forget to do his show. He's going to be doing it slightly after mine, the fight companion for this UFC event. I will try to pop my head in there, but you never know. I'm sleepy. <laughs> uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, this is the end of the week for us. So, Stop barking, dog. Uh, so we will be back uh, next Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for uh, showing up and helping me out. I can't do the show without you guys. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, until then, I'm Passive J, and you guys have yourself a great day. Bye-bye. Come on. Come on. Come on, I reloaded. Oh, it's the wrong one, this one. Simchin for the OG. Yeah, fuck the OG, fuck the OG.